Welcome to another episode of the Classic Car Corner Podcast. Our guests this evening have started a business to source, service, and sell your auto, creating a huge benefit to both buyer and seller. We're going to find out about these guys and how they met and what led to forming a business. But first, these words from our sponsor. Today's podcast is sponsored by Springdale Automotive, the next generation in car care. Locally owned, professionally operated, whatever you drive, we service. Domestic, Euro, hybrid, electric, classics, diesel, you name it, Springdale's Classic Car Services will also include maintenance, repair, and diagnostics. With four convenient neighborhood locations, how may Springdale Automotive be of service? I'm Jason Painter. Co-hosting today is Eric Benzels. John Lockhart could not be with us tonight, and we welcome Joey Garber, Sean Garber, and Keith Williams, who is representing this group tonight, of Speciale Auto Concierge. Keith, it is great to have you here this evening, and we are excited to hear of your services. Tell us more about uh, what inspired uh, Speciale Auto Concierge. Well, first, I'm tickled to death to be here. Uh, have been a longtime automobile lover, and uh, really feel privileged to come here and talk to you guys about what we do. Uh, Sean Garber, Joey Garber, and myself met... Oh, probably five years ago through business. Mm -hmm. um, Sean and Joey both involved in the automobile business, which we'll talk about later. Okay. And we met through a business that I owned at the time with a partner and was running. And quickly, just through lunch, realized that we both loved automobiles. So uh, Sean has a nice collection and uh, invited me to his garage. And I went out there and uh, we were kind of instantly hooked. So, gotcha. Um, right. You know, we we knew we both had the bug and the passion really, really bad. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, we started talking right before uh, COVID about, you know, we really ought to institutionalize what we do in some way. Both of us were buying and selling cars for ourselves and in some reasonable volume. And we thought, gee, we're, we're doing this all the time. It'd be fun to do it as a business. Mm -hmm. And I was getting ready to um, exit and retire from the business that uh, I was working in and with a partner. And we thought the timing would be good. And then COVID hit and we thought, well, we'll wait. We'd written the business plan, kind of gotten started. And then we just put everything on hold. Mm -hmm. And then when COVID starting to clear up right before the end of this year, um, you know, we brought the website up here after the first of the year. We've added things. We've done some advertising, had a nice article in business first. So we're we're rolling now and, and on our way. So it's been a really fun journey getting the thing kicked off. Well, that's awesome. That is awesome. So let's talk about Speciale Auto Concierge. What specific, specifically do you do and the value you bring to your customers? Well, that's a great question, um, and we were kicked off well here by our host. Um, you know, his comment was, we, we basically, we call it the three S's if you look at our website. We sell, we source, and we service. So I'm going to expound on each one of those just for a minute. Okay. Um, if you have a car that you'd like to sell, and we look at this as typically collector cars or investment-grade cars, um, or they can be older cars. They don't have to be, you know, high value at all. But they're the kind of car that you wouldn't take to a dealer. Like we had a gentleman mm -hmm. come approach us. We talked about this before the show with a Olds 442 uh, W30 car in 1972. That's not a car he would take to the dealer and trade it in, even if he wanted a more oh sure current car. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, we work with people that have classic cars, just like your classic car corner. So we're a great fit for here, and work with people to sell those, you know, if they have sold it. And we have one gentleman that says, as soon as I sell this, I want something else. Here's what I want you to find for me. Mm -hmm. So that's the second S, sourcing, and we'll source that car for you. 
or will service. And the reason we bring up service is if you look at our, we call it our customer mission, looks like a tagline on our website, but it says, you know, and enjoy and just drive, you know, just drive your car. What we're trying to do is help people be able to just enjoy the ride, you know, just drive the car. Don't worry about things. People will come to us and, and say, you know, I'd like a Ferrari, but there's no Ferrari dealership in Louisville. I'd like a Bentley, but there's no Bentley dealership mm-hmm. in Louisville. So what we offer is if we help you source that car, we have good transportation services. We'll pick it up out of your garage. We'll take it, say if you bought it at Nashville, have it serviced. We'll put it back in your garage. Again, all you have to do is drive it. It's seamless for you. And I would imagine there's a lot of people out there who would love just that because yep. everybody is, is extremely busy. And unless you're a gearhead like us, I mean, there is some value and some fun to be able to go out there and work on these cars yourself. But there are other folks that just want the pleasure of driving it and not want the hassle. So that is an awesome uh, value proposition for right. sure. And some, yeah. Yes, and some people are just, I think, too busy. I think you're right. There's a lot of people like us that enjoy the chase and want to do it mm-hmm. ourselves. But um, the 442 we talked about, that gentleman's an attorney. Uh, we've got a... Uh, Indianapolis pace car, really nice car. We're getting ready to take out into the market, and he's a surgeon here in town. And both of them have families between kids and work. There's just not the time. Right. Um, You know, and it's not their uh, passion, if you will, as far as most all their time. Like a lot of us spend a fair amount of probably too much. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No such thing. (laughs) That's what we always tell the wife. No, no. This is... You have no idea how little time I actually spend on this. Yeah. I can spend a lot more. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so do you guys own any supporting businesses? I know Sean and Joey, I believe, are already in the automotive industry. And weren't you involved in the new Road and Track magazine? Yes. So let me cover both of those. Okay. Um, Sean and Joey own uh, two auto-related businesses here in Louisville. I'm sure a lot of your listeners will have heard of them. Um, Algar, you know, they do all types of parts and part sourcing for, uh, you know, parts for dealerships, and you can buy them as individuals. And then they also have 3A Auto Parts, which is, you know, if you will, an, an auto scrapyard, and you can go pull your own parts, they'll pull uh, okay. the parts for you. So they're they're in the parts business, and then Sean is in about six cities, not just here, but he's in Kansas City, he's in Dayton, so he's been big time in the automotive industry for years i see he enjoyed both okay so. well very good and in the road and track piece yes so um about gee this is with COVID, it's tough it's kind of like COVID <laughs> time right right so it's been about three <laughs> right. three and a half years ago if i had to try to peg it or four um i received an email i bought a car that was kind of a special car from a group and somebody had, had kind of gotten wind of it and I got a note through the dealer from Road and Track saying, hey, they're getting ready to kick off a new magazine. They're going to reposition Road and Track and Car and Driver. They're both earned, uh, owned by Hearst Publications, as you know. Mm-hmm. So um, Road and Track is now a bi-monthly magazine. And if you look at it, I brought one for you. Yep. You know, it's very high-quality paper, mm-hmm. incredible content, a lot of fantastic photography. So they've moved it upscale considerably. It's a great magazine. Gotcha. Highly, highly recommend it. So... They were looking for some people to do some founders work with them, and they had an initial founders event of taking your car with them and driving through the Catskills, and we got to do their performance car of the year at Lime Rock. Nice. So they took us there and let us ride and drive with the car. I got to meet 
um, Alexander Rossi, who had won the That's Indianapolis right. 500 in wow. 16. Yep. Oh. So he had they had one of the cars in the in their performance car of the year was the Acura NSX, mm-hmm. and they had it on track with him. So I actually rode some hot laps. <laughs> Oh, that is so, so cool. yeah, that right. was that was crazy. So then um, the next night we went to a dinner with Wayne Carini, and they mm-hmm. had several events, and they were trying to get input for the content for the new magazine. Mm-hmm. So that was that was one I enjoyed. That was we spent like four days. It was fantastic. Well, so, and what an honor to be a part of that. Yeah, I mean so. that's just awesome, right? I mean, local boys make good. Yeah, you know, that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, exactly. So cool. Now, going into another publication, and we read the article in Business First, talking about the, well, they call it a new business, but we were going to ask you why you don't consider it a new business to you, or don't you don't call it a startup, and it's more of an, would you say it's more of an extension of what you already do? Yes, like I said, all three of us have been doing this for a while, and, you know, Sean enjoyed both being in the automotive business, and me doing the work, I've been in you know, a couple, three of the car clubs here in Louisville and worked diligently with those and worked a lot with a program called Street Survival, um, where you're teaching uh, teenagers defensive driving skills. So um, that's been a good program. So I'd just done a lot of things. And like I said, we were selling and buying cars anyway. And Sean had the Algar and the 3A Auto Parts. So all this stuff just kind of, it's like the perfect storm. Right. Then the road and track thing hit, and we got together, and we thought, gee, we really have <laughs> right. you know, a lot of pieces here to the puzzle. Mm-hmm. We ought to just put it together and launch. Very, Outstanding. Very it, good. So uh, what, uh, it's kind of interesting. What was, you mentioned all those different pieces coming together, and you were talking about it. Was there just one, like, the, the aha moment you went, you know what? There's like like the little the, the the little bell went off, the light switch came on and said, "Where did y'all just look at each other going at this unison going? You know we should <laughs> maybe and it's going to sound very odd, but I'll be very transparent. So I think we were excited, like I said, about the time right about the time of COVID. Mm-hmm. But of course, Sean's still running two businesses, mm-hmm. so is Joey. Um, I was very involved um, with a company here in Louisville by the name of Dan Clayton. Um, mm-hmm. I was the CEO until about a year ago or a year and a half ago, I guess. And we built the soccer stadium downtown for Louisville City. Oh, and, nice. You know, okay. a lot of, most of the things at UofL and football mm-hmm. for X and football mm-hmm. for uh, Trinity. Jason, so, you've paid for a lot of those. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so uh, – when I made the decision to go ahead and, and retire from, let's say, a full-time, I'm not going to work full-time anymore. I'm going to do something different. Mm-hmm. I think that was a kind of the, well, you know, it's time to make this go now because we have somebody that can dedicate a little bit of time to it. You know, cool. I didn't have a full-time job or I wasn't working someplace anymore. So There you go. I think that was a, oh, yeah, now no. we need to. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's great. Brilliant. Um, one of the ways you set yourself apart, is how you value the service you provide to your customers. So can you talk more about that for us? Yeah, I would say, you know, you want to get in business maybe more than anything else with people that share your values. Mm-hmm. I know that may sound strange to people on the podcast, but if you if you really value very different things in your life, even your personal life, it makes it hard to make a business because right. you, you really need to be on the same page. I mean, mm-hmm. I think everybody starts out with, you know, we're very honest people and we have integrity and those type of things. But, you know, what are the 
business attributes that you value. And Sean and I are service nut. Like, it, I would say it bothers me when I go someplace and you try to ask for service and somebody just walks away. <laughs> right, right. You oh, know, it's yeah. like, yeah. You know, so, right. you know, I mean, we think if somebody needs something, you know, we need to take care of that need. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're very, very customer oriented. If you look at, you know, our brand, um, Speciale Auto Concierge, you look at the word concierge in the dictionary, it'll talk about, you know, resorts and, and places where you'd find a concierge desk. And their role is to meet every customer need. And we saw that. We said, yes. You know, right those, there. And yep. Right there. We're going to mm-hmm. meet every customer need. So, you know, if your car needs to be picked up, we'll pick it up. If we're going to do something else, we're going to say, you know, challenge us and we'll figure it out. But, again, your job's just to enjoy the ride and drive the car mm-hmm. and we'll take care of everything else. So the, the service piece is, I think, what really sets us apart. There you go. Well, and that's a big part of it. You know, the the most successful companies out there usually try to put themselves through the process of if I'm either buying or selling or whatever the service is and say, can you foresee any opportunity that you can help me along the way? And by putting that service out there, it, it creates more value. Mm-hmm. And people are going to say, if you, because most people that have a car, they know other people have cars and they're going to recommend your service because of, Right. Well, because of the service, because oh, sure. of that customer service. And most folks forget that, yep. you know, even if it's just a matter of, there's a little fog on this. Let me just wipe that off and clean it off for mm-hmm. you. It's, yeah. And there's no I mean, greater compliment than a referral either. Right. And, <laughs> and I'm one of those people that I will pay for service. Right. Of course. Yeah. <clears throat> so what observations have you made or surprises have you come across on the cars and customers that you've worked with over the years and that you're working with now? Well, I would, I would say the biggest one, if you're a person listening to the podcast and you're getting ready to go out and look at a car and just as you mentioned, you know, you're the type of person that would enjoy doing it on their own. That's great. The thing I would really caution people to do, if you're going to do it on your own, get a qualified evaluator an appraiser that's certified, get somebody to look at the car. Almost, I would say we've taken in, you know, 12 or 15 leads that have turned into business now for us in in cars. Two-thirds of them or more have issues that the owner didn't know about. And -hmm. when I say issues, significant issues. Mm -hmm. One had a non-matching numbers motor. One that guy swore, it's all matching. I bought it, you know, everything's good took it we got it up on the rack it had what's referred to as a rock crusher transmission for those people that have been into things like that so the transmission had been replaced you know so almost every one of these it's not like a hose clamp where you can just fix it like that i mean there's there's a big time you know the rear end you know or something has been switched so i would get somebody to help you the biggest surprise to me is see us early and if it's not us see an appraiser, see somebody else early and have them really look at the car and make sure you're getting what you're paying for. Because mm-hmm. I think most of the time it's not a dishonest seller. I mean, this car I'm talking about here was a 78. So it's been around what, 43, 44, whatever that is years. It's probably been sold five times. And after the first guy that didn't know said, Oh, it's all matching. Everybody else just said, I bought it from the last guy. And it's right, all matching. Right. Right. Oh, right. You know, so I would make sure you knew what you were buying. And I think that's a huge value add we bring is we we make sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
And that's and that also goes into the thing of you know we like to do things ourselves, but even even if I'm the biggest car enthusiast and I have uh, my collection, I know the history on it, I know the details of it, but I may not actually physically turn the wrench on it. I can point to I know where the numbers are supposed to match, but have you ever looked at them? No, no, <laughs> no I've actually not gone underneath it and looked up underneath the. Uh, Yep. So the, underneath the frame and looked at those numbers, I've been told that they were matched. So that's brilliant that you yeah. know, you're getting that reassurance in there. And right now we're going to take a quick moment and ask our listeners to please check out our sponsor, GD Herring. GD Herring provides options on insuring not only your classic car, but for all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com. So we are talking with Mr. Keith Williams here tonight. And um, uh, this next question for you is, is, is going to be a fun one, I think. Okay. So. What's in the stable right now? What's for sale? And what cars are you chasing for customers at present? Well, we have, we truly have everything. Okay. Um, Let me start. We have a 1925 Model T Roadster. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) All right. That's almost as far back as you can go. The car is basically 100 years old. So, Mm -hmm. and that one, um, was I, I call I do call that one my Wayne Carini moment. Okay. I mentioned before I <laughs> met him once. Obviously I don't know him well, but um you know when you watch his show he's chasing something and you're in an old barn or shed and then right. you find you know so <laughs> when I went it's the only car I've went to see where it was an old barn and shed and a little cat ran out when I went in there and you know there's the car. <laughs> so that was that was my probably my most fun chase of all but mm-hmm. that car is nice car in really good condition it's getting ready to go out in the in the marketplace we just got through detailing it and it's running again and and there really is a good feeling too about getting something like that back up to snuff and mm-hmm. and getting it going um and then we have like i said a, a 442 w30 car we have an 82 camaro pace car oh nice um we have a a couple, I won't reveal exactly what they are. They'll be coming out because um, I want to protect the owner. We've got a couple of Ferraris, which are very nice, but they're newer Ferraris, mm-hmm. not older. Uh, a couple of newer Porsches. Uh, we have, which is really unique, is up for sale now, is a 1958 Chieftain. If okay. you're familiar with that. Pontiac wow. Chieftain. Pontiac yeah. Chieftain. Right. It is a, and it was an award-winning car. It's a beautiful car. Yep. yep. Um, it just came out of detailing. And this one is a little odd too. We've got a 1955 Cameo pickup truck. Oh, nice! Wow. You know, okay. so and again, it's about a 15 year old restoration. A 15 year old restor- restoration. Okay, so okay. it's it's still, but it still looks and shows very very nicely. Yeah. So like you know, trucks, Model T, Ferraris, right. like so just about yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, chasing, we're chasing a person wants a, a goat to GTO. Okay. We're looking for one person wants a 65 Mustang. You know something? Did you tell me you have one? I do, yes. So I don't have to chase anymore. No, yeah, it's right. probably right out here in the garage. Yeah, that's right. We'll go look there. There you go. Right, so. exactly. Now, And I'm looking at the pictures on the website, and the DeLorean, is the DeLorean still available? The DeLorean belongs to Sean. That's Sean's okay. car. Oh, so, okay. But it's, but it's not up for sale. It's not up for sale. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I bet if you made an offer, yeah, we'll see. But I mean, the list of cars on here are just amazing, and they cover everything. It's not. It's an internet. It's not just domestic hot rods. It's you name it. Yeah, it's it's uh, everything's there. So I mean, you've got to look at the website and just look at it, going, ooh, oh, it, it's just a whole bunch of. I want, I want to look at all the pictures on that one. I want yep. to look at that one. I want to know more about that one. 
All right, see? Yeah. <laughs> right. Get your gears going. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> now, what happens if my car needs a few things, a little work, hasn't been started in a while? Is that a service that you offer once you uh, once I buy my? Abs- absolutely. That falls into the over-servicing the customer. You know, you would call us and see, I've got this car in my garage and I need to sell it, but I'll give you, I won't tell you which owner, which car it is, but I'll give you mm-hmm. an example. The guy called him, the car is, this is a really nice car, but he said, you know, it's power window on the driver's side. It rolls halfway down and that's it. And I can't figure out why. It was the first one. Um, second one got an issue with the radio. Original radio, but it doesn't work. And he ended up with about, I don't want to take you through them all, but he had like six items. Mm-hmm. And most people don't know where to take a 50s or 60s car. Sure. And the thing yeah. that makes this better for us, you know, again, Sean and Joe are in the parts business, and they have unbelievable access to all the parts people. Is that nationally. right? Nationally, yeah. Yep. So we were able to find parts. We had parts we needed for the Cameo. We had parts we needed for the 82 Camaro Pace car. Able to find every single one of them. Is that right? Yeah, well, both, that's neat. Both of those are all up to snuff and ready to go. And most everything was small. But we needed a trim piece for the Cameo that was hard to find, but got it. There you go. And yeah. that's the big thing is the part sourcing. Yeah. No, of course. I mean, even for folks that are rebuilding or trying to restore a car. It's, it, well, even a Model T. I know that there's you can, there's a lot of reproduction parts on there, but actually getting the original pieces on there, mm-hmm. the guys that own them, that have had them, they'll tell you yep. by looking at it. Uh, that's a reproduction. It's a really good reproduction, but the real but the real one's going to have this and this. And they only made them like that because, well, they eventually <laughs> they, they modified it going forward. But if you want the real one, that's what you need to look for. And when you go look at the thousands of pictures of steering wheels on a Model T, right? Um, yeah. It's, it's, okay. So uh, so let's talk about your processes here, Keith. Uh, let's pretend I want to sell my car. What sixty five Mustang. No, can't can't sell the baby. Can't sell I've, that. I've Hypothetically a, I have a speaking, buyer. <laughs> right, I have a buyer. Go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, you're trying to you know sell it, maybe get a DeLorean. That's right, also right, not for right. sale, no. but hey, I can't fit in the DeLorean. That's my problem. You can. You got to open the door all the way. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, what's the first step? Well, we have we have several avenues where you can find us first. Okay. Um, if you go to the website, my phone number's on there. Emails on there. There's also a place for information on the website where you can go in and fill it out. You can put in your name, the car, your question, anything you need. It comes directly to Joey and I both immediately. Um, So it's easy to get to us. Once we can get that information, we'll take care of all the work from there. Like you can just call us and say, I need you to source me a car or I've got a car I want to sell. Really, that's all you have to say. The the one gentleman... um, with the uh, Camaro, he said, you know, I really need you to look at this. And I said, I'll come out the next day. Now, once in a while, I'll just travel a little. But if I'm in town, I'll just run out the next day. And let's, there's nothing like hands-on. Let's mm-hmm. sit here and look, put hands on the car. Let's look at it all. And we had everything, you know, figured out as far as how we wanted to, to work the car and where we wanted to have it repaired and, and everything taken care of before I left the garage. Yeah. So, you know, we're very proactive in our approach. And really, again, Instagram page, website, all those things. You can contact us through any of those. All the information's there. Outstanding. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it, you speak of website. So your website and, Insta- and Instagram pages 
are very well designed and professionally done. Are you generating leads and business through them at this point by chance? Yes. To give you an example, okay. um, the W30 car we talked about, mm-hmm. the 442, came mm-hmm. through Instagram, which was very oh, wow. in- came. It came through Instagram the first day the page was up, which was really unusual. So, yeah, we have good activity on all those right now. So, we've been, again, we've been surprised by the response, I would say, has exceeded expectations so far. Well, that's wonderful. And and I'm sorry, I know that this was kind of a pre COVID thought, but I mean, is, I mean, is it three months, five months into actually, okay, we're past this? How, I mean, how, how, long have you guys been actually just really gung-ho on it i, I guess think you could the say. the web page first was launched don't hold me to this okay. but around valentine's day middle of february okay. is about right so mm-hmm. march 90 days probably oh that's great outstanding yeah. yeah fantastic fantastic now for people that have interest in cars that have reached out to you have you noticed a trend of what people are looking for do you see more people looking for anything in a certain genre versus I mean, you got people asking for everything, but is there kind of, you know, anything that any, you kind of like, that's interesting. People kind of. I'm seeing two or three types of customers. I may give you a longer answer than you want here. No, but, that's perfect. You know, the people that are really into investment grade cars, um, a lot of them that are selling are looking to move up. You know, a lot of them that we're asking to source are looking to add to Mm -hmm. because, you know, the stock market's down this year from 37-ish to it's been in the 31s. I didn't. You know, watch Friday, but it's in that range. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's off 17%, 18% of, of whatever it is for the year. You know, CD rates have come up a little bit. They're still really low. Bond market's low. So people are really finding that cars are a good investment. You know, the older cars, you really can't get hurt. Um, so I think a lot of people, that's driven this activity. Second, if they're looking to trade, a lot of them are looking to sell the car they have and buy something that needs a little work. Because the value of what they have is so high right now. My mm-hmm. goodness, they're high. You mm-hmm. know, so, you know, I'm going to sell that. I'm going to buy something that maybe needs a little work. Maybe I thought I couldn't afford it before, but what I can get for my car now, mm-hmm. I can. And then, you know, I'll put this away and, you know, I may have to work on it two or three years, but I'll have what I want when right. I'm done. Sure. So either find the guy that wants to do the work himself or the investment guy that just says it's better than the market, it's better than the CD. Okay. So gotcha. both of those, I think, are, are our type of customers. That's why people are telling us at least they're looking. Gotcha. Very good. Brilliant. Now, Jason, yeah. I've got a question I've got to ask you, and I, I think we kind of gave you a little hint that we uh, – I was going to ask you this question. It's a question we've asked every guest that we've had on here because uh, I'm a silly individual and I started asking this question. It's kind of became popular. It has become popular, I'll people be honest with you. Everybody we've asked went – I think it was Wayne Creaney asked his question. Went, his answer was, I thought, well, he either will hang up on us or he'll answer the question. Because when I asked it, it was silence, followed by, really? You, you really want to know that? I was like, yeah. And he just went, well, let me tell you. Yeah. So yep. here's, your you, got, here, here's your gotcha question. Not a gotcha okay. question. It's just fun. When you went to get your driver's test, what car did you drive? Yeah, free driver's exam. Oh, boy. So this goes way back. Um, I didn't have my first car till basically I graduated high school. But I got my license like every kid in Indiana, yep. like the day. <laughs> right. Oh, yep. It wasn't a day after. Exactly. Same day. So <laughs> my parents, my mother had an old 
Buick Wildcat. Oh, I don't yes. know if you remember that or not. Oh, Buick wow. Wildcat. Yep, that's right. Yep. Um, blue and kind of a light, dusty blue in color. So I would have tested. I was 16 in 1972. Mm-hmm. So in 72, I'm guessing the Wildcat was a 68 or 60, probably about a four-year-old car. Okay. Oh, wow. But it was one big boat <laughs> i was gonna say you're right big boat. Yeah. you were talking about the 225 electra this well, wouldn't be no. that much smaller i don't think right yeah yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, <laughs> i had family that tried to get me into a 75 buick electra i went no nah, i couldn't i couldn't stay focused driving and on the roads with the touch and goes happening with the airplanes off the roof <laughs> the right. mini landing strip that it is that you're driving around exactly I, absolutely that's our first buick wildcat yeah that's exactly right <laughs> that's exactly right um before we close, I know it, uh, it, it's already been uh, 30 minutes. I know wow. It's, it's a fast. It went fast. It, and, and, it, and, and it's fun. But do you have any closing comments, anything else uh, that you might want to add real quick before we wrap this up? Yeah, tell us. Well, tell us I, I, uh, I will thank you guys, obviously, for, for letting me come in. It's been just absolutely great. Um, and I want to thank my partners. I know they couldn't be here tonight. Sean's in, actually out of town in New York. But uh, – like I said, we share common values, and uh, it's really, really been fun. You know, take it's the first thing I've ever done, I think, in my life. I've had a lot of jobs, don't be wrong, that I enjoyed. They were fine, but where it's not a job anymore, like it's not going to work. You're just mm-hmm. having fun. It's almost like you're playing hooky whenever you're working on speciality. That's <laughs> so, saying. Well, we look forward to having you back and having the, having the other fellows back in yep. here, too, so we can dig into, dig yep. into the collections because we definitely want to hear right. what your favorite co- – I'm going to ask you of all the cars that we have in the collection right now. <laughs> there you go. Um, for the ones that you've driven, not just from the current uh, opportunities, but what have been your favorite cars that you've loved driving? That you're like, I can get in that thing and drive it to the coast to coast. And I'll give you, I'll give you just a few. Um, I put, I put on some of the boards I post on, and people have probably seen this, but I, I like it. I always say my favorite car I've ever owned is the next one. Yep. So that a little crazy. I like the thing that makes a partnership good. Sean is more about classics. I think his favorite cars are late fifties through the end of the seventies, probably. Um, I kind of like the new technology, but I would say it was hard to beat. I owned an E30 BMW M3. Mm-hmm. Uh, that car for its time mm-hmm. to me, there was just nothing like it for its time. That's that one really stands out. And I would say, you know, we talked about this one before. I'll just go to the current day. I currently have a 718 Spider for Spider. And that car is unbelievable. It still holds the handling record. Like if you look at Road and Track or Motor Trend or any of those in the slalom, mm-hmm. still the fastest car of any car. doesn't matter. Faster than the GT3 or, wow. you know, through the slalom. So it's it's really on skates. So that's wow. fun. So I would, I would say for an old car... Um, the M3 and probably for a new car. I've owned a few GT3s. I'd still maybe put the GT3 a half notch above. This, but it's awfully nice. Yeah. So probably a Porsche <laughs> GT3 for my. If I could only have one car and you took everything else away from me, mm-hmm. that's probably would be it. Would be the car. Gotcha. And I should all, and I always say that and then I come back on because the the expression on your face was what everybody has 
I got to pick one. <laughs> so top three, five, you know, that, that's, <laughs> right. it's only fair to a car guy to say, nah, I can't just give you one. <laughs> exactly. It's a handful of them. There you go. That's right. That's right. Well, Keith, this has been such a fun and informative discussion. And again, congrats on your accomplishments with your clients. And we are certainly excited to help promote your company. And uh, one last time, where can people check out Speciale Auto Concierge? What's the website? Okay, first, um, on the website, um, specialeconcierge.com. Okay. Okay. And then also on the Instagram page. You okay. just Google Instagram Speciale Concierge, and it'll come up. So either one of those, um, no problem. Okay, very good. And for our listeners, be sure to check out our website, theclassiccarcorner.com. Remember to check out autobiotags.com. Every car has a story. Be sure to tell yours. If you are looking for a fun weekend getaway, look no further than RS Experience. With a high-performance specialist at the helm, owner Andy Papa professionally demonstrates driving tips, car weight management, vision, and awareness skills. Check out rsexperience.com. Thank you for listening, and happy motoring from your friends here at the Classic Car Corner Podcast.